Okay, guys, it's happening. It's actually happening. I'm sitting down and I'm recording the very first episode of Unqualified Talk. Words literally cannot describe how excited I am to be finally starting this. Um, you guys have no idea how long I've wanted to do this for. And all the pieces finally just came together. And here I am, ready to talk for as long as I can with you guys because I love talking. Um, so, obviously this is the first episode and I feel it's only right to have this first episode be about me, myself, and I. Um, some of the, this might be unfortunate for some of you because you already know a lot about me, um, but not all of my listeners um, know me and so I just feel like I gotta fill everybody in. I gotta fill in the tea. You get what I'm saying? Before I start, um, there are a couple things that I want to get out of the way really only one. And um, so if you're listening right now, please pause. Please pause and go look at my cover art right now. It is so beautiful. The purple is amazing. There's like little flames with some stars. And let me tell you who created this for me. Olivia Bilo. If you're listening, I love you so much. Thank you so much for doing this for me. So Olivia is one of my very, very close friends, and she is doing graphic design. So when I had this idea to start this podcast, I approached Olivia. It's so weird calling her Olivia. Liv, there we go. I approached Liv and I said, hey, would you be interested in creating a piece of art for my uh, podcast cover? And she was so into the idea, immediately started Pinteresting, doing her thing, and it turned out so amazing. The detail in it is crazy to me. I have all my piercings, all my jewelry that I wear every day. It's just absolutely gorgeous. Um, so with that, Olivia and my other really good friend, Aaron Tracy, they have a company together called Stella Lou. You can find them on Instagram. It's at StellaLou.co, S-T-L-L-A-L-U dot C-O. And they make so many amazing products on there, health and beauty they just started doing rugs and will be doing custom rugs really soon. But you can find jewelry on there, candles, body butters, like whole nine yards. And it's it's all just so amazing. Their products are crazy. So please um, check them out. And once again, like, thank you so much, Liv. I appreciate you so much. I love you. Okay. Um, so that was kind of it for the things I wanted to get out of the way. There was one thing. Um, before I start with, um, my little section on how I grew up, I feel it's only right to get, like, the 20 questions out of the way. So, obviously, my name is Emily. My middle name's Grace. Last name, Curtis. Um, my favorite color is brown. I used to get a lot of shit for that. Haha, <laughs> get it? Shit. Your poops are brown. <laughs> um, anyways, that wasn't funny. I am approaching my fourth year in college. I'm on a five-year track. I'm doing civil engineering at Oregon State University. I have two older siblings, a brother and a sister, um, two dogs at home, a Boston and a Boxing Terrier, and then um, I have a boyfriend, almost two years now, Isaac. My zodiac, I'm a Gemini with a rising also in Gemini and a moon in Libra. And some of my hobbies include fitness. Uh, I just got into natural medicine recently, and 
astrology and all that fun stuff. Obviously, this podcast is a hobby that I've wanted to get started for, or get started for a while. There we go. Um, I also really enjoy being outside. I love watching movies. Like, love watching movies. Probably any movie you've seen, I've seen. And I also have recently got back into reading. So, I'll have some good books to recommend in later episodes. So, with all that crap out of the way, I guess I should talk about, I guess, my life so far. I'm only 21 years old. Oh, you know what? I'm silly. We need to talk about why I'm starting this podcast. So let's go back in time to February um, this past year. I've been listening to and had been listening to a lot of podcasts back then. Um, I still listen to them a lot, but I was like in this obsessive podcast mode where I was listening to them more than music, which is hard to be. Um, some of my favorite podcasts include Dark History. She's amazing. She tells stories that happened in the U.S. that are, like, crazy. You guys should really check her out. Um, obviously, Anything Goes with Emma Chamberlain. She's definitely one of my favorite podcasters of all time. Um, the first podcast I got hitched on was actually Rabbit Hole by the New York Times. And it was basically about, like, YouTube and just, like, social media algorithms and how intense and crazy they are and drawing people in. It was a really cool series. And then I also listened to this new one now called Astrology and You. So if you're into like Zodiac and that kind of stuff, that one is really uh, fun to listen to. It's two ladies. But anyways, um, so I've done YouTube before and YouTube was really hard for me to manage. And I loved doing it. I loved filming. I loved editing. But with school and just all the other things I do in my life, it was just too much. And so, you know, I thought maybe a podcast is more manageable. So I started doing my research, watching YouTube videos, all that fun stuff. And yes, it, it is a little bit of a complicated experience to get started with it, but then once you have the basics, it's a little bit easier. You just have to get the content created. Um, so I decided I was going to do it and got a mic for my birthday, which was in May. And then um, just, you know took my time to get started, come up with ideas, and here we are. I came up with Unqualified Talk, the name, because I truly am unqualified in everything I'm talking about. I'm 21 years old, for crying out loud. Like, I've experienced some things, but I still have so many years of life and things to learn, and so really the point of this podcast is to give my perspective, some advice, and just talk about some loose objects with you guys not objects, <laughs> loose uh, ideas, I guess, with you guys, um, and just have fun on here and talk. I'm not going to be right in everything. You're not going to agree with me and everything, but that's just the way the world is now. And I just hope that you can take something out of each of every one of these episodes, even if it's really small. That's my goal here. So with that explained, I guess I will start with the way I grew up. Um, so I've lived in the, the same, uh, town my whole life. It's about 45 to an hour, uh, east of Portland, and it's a very small town. Everyone knows each other, um, 
yeah, that's basically all I can all I can say about it. I have a mountain at my disposal as well as a river. So a lot of my activities as a kid involved being outdoors. Um, there is a significant age gap between my siblings and I. My sister is 28 and my brother's 25. And this is for a reason. My parents wanted two children. But you know what? I was a fighter. I thought through and I made it out. <laughs> That's why there's a six years, six year age gap between my sister and I. Um, because really we were meant to, parents only wanted two. But here I am. Um, and you know, I used to hear the jokes from my siblings. Mom and dad never wanted you. You were adopted. Don't worry, we have great relationships now. But I was kind of like odd man out growing up just because of how big that age gap was. And mind you, my sister and I shared a room till she graduated high school. Could you imagine being in high school and your little sister is at one point in elementary? I, tr that's traumatizing. I can't, I feel for my sister now. Back then, I didn't understand why she was such a bitch to me, but now I do. But anyways, that's besides the point. As for family, we are very, very close. Um, we are a very honest family. And what I mean by that is our sense of humor is being brutally honest with each other. Um, so if I talk kind of blatantly about them, that's because that's the way it's done in our house. Um, so growing up, we all played a lot of sports, all my siblings and I. All of us started t-ball at age five, and then from there we just kept going. I played softball, basketball, volleyball, ran cross country and track, golfed a little bit. Like, we literally did it all. My sister played sports up until college. My brother played them into high school, and I played into college as well. Um, so, like I said, a lot of my memories are of being outside, making mud pies with flowers, my, I live out in the middle of nowhere, basically in the forest, so I kind of just had the outdoors at my disposal. I didn't live in one of those, like, cul-de-sac neighborhoods, um, so we just used our imagination outside a lot. Um, we had 4-H animals. Yes, I was a 4-H kid. I raised pigs and goats growing up, um, and honestly, I just don't really remember being on technology a lot. I know that I am Gen Z but I feel like I'm like that last group before social media became as big as it is. If it puts it into perspective for you, I didn't get a phone until the eighth grade and it was the iPhone 4. Um, so, you know, we watched TV and played computer games here and there, but besides that, I was outside a lot, just hanging out, doing whatever. Um, in my town, there are four elementary schools, maybe five if Pine Grove is still bumping, I don't know, and two middle schools, and then one high school. So the valley was kind of separated separated between the upper valley and the lower valley. So if you lived in the upper valley, you lived like where all the orchards are, um, kind of just out in the middle of nowhere in the forest. If you lived in the lower valley, you lived in town, you were a town kid. Um, and there was definitely separation, for sure. Uh, and that's why when we got to high school, it was like a big deal because the Upper Valley kids and the Lower Valley kids, that was the first time we got together. Um, but in school, I 
really enjoyed my time. And I'm very fortunate to be able to say that because I know that for most kids, elementary and middle school was probably a traumatic time, like very traumatic. But for me, I just loved it. I loved learning. Um, I was always just so curious. And I think a big reason why I enjoyed school so much is because I loved getting to know everyone. I wanted to be everyone's friend. I wanted everyone to like me. I literally just wanted to know every single face in any school that I went into. And that definitely carried into my high school years. Um, I would say overall, eighth grade was my absolute favorite. Once again, traumatic time for a lot of kids. And that's why I'm really fortunate that I had a good experience. My school was very small. Everyone knew each other. It was basically a big community there. A lot of the teachers I had, my parents had, if that tells you how small our town is. Um, and I just loved it. I loved the vibe. And if I could go back, I would. For real. If I could go back and live my 8th grade year, I definitely would. That's how crazy it was. Um, as for boys, I did not like boys. Okay? I wasn't attracted to anything growing up. And a lot of my friends were. And so was always very different for me because, you know, they were getting boyfriends. They were dancing with guys at dances in eighth grade, like kissing boys. And I just wanted nothing to do with that. And as for being bullied, I, I was bullied actually a little bit in fifth grade by one kid. And it turns out we actually ended up being good friends in high school. So that wasn't overly traumatic, but I was called prude a lot growing up. And obviously it's still resonates with me if I am bringing it up now it's not like I really cared but I was just like really are you mad that I don't like you for real get over yourself um and so with that I literally didn't have my first kiss until I was a I think it was my freshman year summer going into sophomore year of high school and yeah it happened and I was just like all right still wasn't super into it um and I'm saying this because I'm leading into high school, okay? Um, let me flip over my little paper. So yeah, I dealt with friend dramas here and there um, in middle school and in high school. But this is when I learned that I hated drama. Absolutely hated it. At the time, I didn't know that I had anxiety. And so I didn't really realize what this horrible gut feeling was whenever there was drama with my friends, but that's why I wanted to always avoid it if I could. Um, and I still have that same mentality now. I cannot stand drama. I think it's a waste. I think that just talking it out is the best course of action, but obviously, you know, eighth grade girls, we're not on that wavelength. We don't know that yet. And some people never learn that. Some people live for the drama. So I tried to avoid it as much as I could. And I think I was pretty successful, especially in high school. Um, like I said, when I was in middle school and elementary school, in high school I still wanted to be friends with everyone. My goal was to walk down the hallway and know every single person's face and their name. And, and honestly, I think I accomplished it by the end, especially for those in my class. I knew everyone, and I loved it because I just, I loved that everyone would say hi to me or I would say hi to them and it wasn't this awkward interaction. Um, I don't know. 
I guess that's just the curiousness in me, too. I just wanted to know people's stories. And I didn't care where you came from. I just wanted to be your friend. Period. Period. Um, with that, in high school, my school was very cool because we did a lot of um, after-school events. We, we just did so much. We had a whole homecoming week that also had air guitar in it, and um, that was when each class came up with a performance and performed in front of the whole school. We had at least 10 to 12 dances every year. We had lock-ins. We had huge football games. Like We were doing the most, and I lived for it. I always wanted to be involved, always. And so I think that's what led me to join the student government my sophomore year. Um, at first, I, I don't remember what I was as a sophomore. Something. I also don't remember what I was as a junior. I want to say I was like vice president. No, I don't know. But um, come senior year, I decided I'm going to run for ASB president, associated student body president. And uh, no one ran against me. <laughs> Literally no one. So I was guaranteed the position. Now, some people may say that that's unfair, but also, I can't force people to run against me. That's not my fault. It's just the way it was. So I was um, ASB president. My senior year was also the very first year that I got a boyfriend. And I dated this guy my whole entire senior year. And then when I went to college, he dumped me. Um, I have never been the dumper. I've always been the dumpy. Dumpied? Yeah, every single guy I've dated has um, dumped me, unfortunately. Now, I don't, I don't know if that's something in me. I, I don't think it is. I think it's just the end of um, relationships that didn't suit me. But I will never, I don't plan on breaking up with Isaac, so I guess I will never know the feeling and that power you have when you break up with somebody else. So, some of you ladies and men out there, enjoy it for me, all right? <laughs> enjoy it for me. Um, so yeah, then I graduated in 2019 and um, decided to go to a community college in Oregon, and this is where I played volleyball for two years, and then I transitioned from that community college, Lynn Benton, 15 minutes over to Corvallis, and here I am. I come back every summer. I'm currently in Hood River, my hometown. And, um, yeah, that's kind of it for, like, my background. But with that, I kind of wanted to just talk about some of my core values and hopes that a lot of these things are topics I will be discussing and kind of my take on the topics I discuss. And so I'm, I want to talk about them in hopes that you can kind of figure out if this is a podcast for you, because if it's not, that's totally okay. But I feel it's important for you to kind of understand where I'm coming from and how I might perceive future topics, if that makes sense. So one of my main core values is honesty. Um, kind of going back, like I said, I hate drama. I would just rather my time be spent in a positive manner um, where I don't, I don't have to waste any energy on being negative or mad at someone when it could just be talked out. And this is why 
I pick my friends very carefully now. And by friends, I mean my closest best friends. I have a lot of friends. A lot of people that I would just consider acquaintances that I really do enjoy being around, but I'm not going to share my deepest, darkest things with them because we're not on the same level in all things. And so the people that I do choose to share those things with, I really analyze carefully. I even read their zodiacs. I know, I'm that girl now. I know I hate to say it, but I'm that girl because seriously, it says a lot about a person. You can go read mine, please. Gemini, Rising Gemini, Moon Libra. There you go. Go go check mine out. Um, but yeah, this is why, especially now, I just, I don't have the time to deal with that kind of stuff. I have too much other, too many other things that I'm trying to deal with that I don't need any friend drama. I just want to be honest and, uh, yeah, that's about it. I want to be truthful and I want the people that I'm friends with to be truthful to me. Second thing, a healthy lifestyle. That is something that's become really prominent in me, um, especially these past, uh, this past year, I would say. I got really into fitness last summer. Um, you know, I've been an athlete my whole life, but you kind of get on this grind and then you get tired of it. But last summer, I decided to train really hard for the volleyball season that, I guess not last summer, the summer before. I decided to train really, really hard and come in really in shape. And ever since that moment in time, I've, I'm stuck now. I'm glued to it. I, I love it. I love working out. I love eating healthy. And part of the reason why I eat so healthy now is because I can't have gluten. Um, I figured that out. I've been, I had battled it for probably two years and finally decided to figure out what it is that was making me shit myself. I hate to say that, but I have IBS. You're going to hear some horror stories. I'm sure of it from me. Um, so yeah, just working out too for me, I have anxiety and I, I will talk about that in a couple minutes. Um, I have pretty bad anxiety. And so some days I wake up very anxious for no reason. And those are honestly the worst days. I would rather wake up anxious and know what the what is causing the anxiety so that I could maybe try to figure out how to stop it. But some days I just wake up very, very anxious. And um, that's when I go on a run. Anxiety causes high cortisol levels. And cortisol levels can be decreased through exercise. And now that my body and my brain know that, I'm, I'm addicted. I would <laughs> but in a good way, in a healthy way. I take my breaks. Don't worry. Um... But yeah, fitness is also just a really fun thing for me. Like, it's not a chore. I love I love going to the gym. I love working out. And part of the reason why I try to and am in the process of creating such a healthy lifestyle for myself is because I want to live for as long as possible. Um, there are still so many things that I have yet to do because I just don't have the time or the money right now. I'm only 21 years old. And so I want to I want to make it to at least, you know, 70. Come on now. At least cuz I just have too many things that I want to do and I don't I don't have the time quite yet. And that brings me into my next point, which is my time. My time is something I really value. My time for example, in the sense of my relationships. Um, 
uh, in high school and in middle school, I had friends that as soon as they got a boyfriend, it was like, see ya, sayonara, catch you later when we break up. And as a, as a friend on that side, it sucks. It really, really sucks to watch one of your closest friends disappear into somebody else. And um, just having gone through that experience multiple times, I never, ever want that to happen. I never want my friends to feel like my uh, romantic relationship is, is taking over and consuming me. And so I do my best to really balance the time I spend with my boyfriend, the time I spend with my friends, the time I spend with my family. And, you know, it does help that I have a boyfriend that I can pretty much say everyone enjoys being around. Um, but I also try to make the time to just hang out with my friends or just hang out with Isaac or just hang out with my family. And um, social media, too, is another um, good example of how I try to manage my time. I'm really into watching documentaries, and I watched The Social Dilemma when it came out, and I have a whole podcast episode on social media and technology. I first became really conscious of my social media use in high school. I would delete it for a couple weeks, um, and I still do that uh, frequently, but I just realized that social media at one point became such a negative place for me. It was causing me severe anxiety, severe depression, and so I actually quit for a month. And I'll, and like I said, I have a whole episode on this, but um, I've just wanted to become really, really conscious on how I spend my time on that side of things and knowing when to get off of it and trying to get my friends and my boyfriend and my family to get off of it too because so much of our time is spent looking at these screens and we just don't realize how bad they are and how addictive they are. Um, so yeah, my time, we could, I could go on for days about that part of the topic, but yes, my time is another core value. Lastly, well, not lastly, but second to last is my family and my friends, obviously. Um, I pride myself in trying to be the best family member, the best friend for everybody. I just want people to know in in my personal relationships that anytime they need me, they can call me, they can come to me. Um, and it can be a really hard balance, especially with the social lives that we live and everything that's going on. It can be really hard sometimes to keep those all those relationships strong and positive, but that's where the honesty comes in too and communication and just making sure that everybody's okay and that if you feel like something's wrong, you can work it out and figure it out. Lastly, Mental health is a very strong core value for me. I'm going to just share um, my my first anxiety encounter really quickly just to get it out of the way because it will be something that's brought up, I'm sure, in many episodes down the road. So backtrack to junior year of high school. I had gone to a setting camp, and I don't know if you guys know what happened to Simone Biles at the Olympics, but this is what I, I like to... Um, compare it to because it's basically the same thing. She was having mental blockage so bad that her brain could phys like literally could not keep track of her flips in the air and it became dangerous. Okay, it was not dangerous for me to set a ball. But what I'm saying is this blockage in her brain 
was so bad that she couldn't perform and do the physical motion that she has done her whole life. And that's how strong our brains are. It's crazy. Um, but that's what happened to me. I go to this camp. You know, I've, I've, I've never struggled. I was an all-state setter. I don't mean to brag, but just that you get the right idea. I was an all-state setter. And I go to this camp, and for some reason, I literally cannot set the ball. I can't do it. And um, so then I, I go back, and we start school season, and I'm at our opening game. And I literally get a panic attack. And I've never had one of those before, so it was very scary for me. They had to take me off the court and lay me on the bench because I was hyperventilating. And a nurse, um, a family friend who's a nurse, came over. And she goes, you're okay it's all right, you're just having a panic attack. And I was like, what? What do you mean? What? What is that? And that was the first time I had ever experienced that. And that's kind of where this whole journey, anxiety and journey started for me, and it's still going. Um, so I go into college, and um, my first year, I get severely depressed, severely anxious. I have to go on medication. Um, and the same thing happens I am unable to set a ball in college. I actually had to quit setting in high school and become a hitter my senior year because it was that bad. Um, and still to this day when I go play volleyball, I can set a ball now, but sometimes I do get that feeling of like, oh my God, ah, this is like that feeling I used to have. It's 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 really terrifying. And I used to think it was performance anxiety. Um, and, you know, I finished my two years of college and found that this anxiety was still happening in everyday life and that's when I realized it's not just a performance thing when you're having to do things by yourself it's an everyday battle um so you know I'm still working on it I'm in a much better place now um I do go on and off meds when I need them meds is a tough subject for somebody for er, for somebody for some people some people don't believe in them and I fully understand that and um I also agree that they aren't the answer. You have to be able to figure out how to get your brain's processes fixed and in the right place. Um, but at some points, I really did need the medication and to get me into a good headspace to be able to figure out how to fix it without them. Um, and that's why mental health is as, is as important as it is to me now is because I've experienced myself my sister, my mom, I have friends, so many friends that all have similar battles. And so I'm sure I'm going to do a whole episode on, you know, m my full journey and the ways I've learned to cope with it and how I'm still in the process of learning new things and yada, yada, yada. I could go on forever. So yeah, with all that said, I think this kind of wraps up the very first episode um, I just want to thank all of you for listening. If you made it through, I'm, I, I just can't, I can't explain how happy it, it makes me to be able to sit down and just talk and have you guys be on the other end listening. Um, I'm gonna have new episodes every Sunday. If you want to find me on Instagram, my user is at unqualified talk and yeah, I guess this is it. I like, I want to stay. I want to just keep chatting with you guys, but that's what future episodes are for. Alrighty. Thank you so much for listening. Bye guys.